As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, this is Nick Nurse from the world champion Toronto Raptors. You may remember me from Carroll Kemper Knights, uh, University of Northern Iowa Panthers, uh, Grandview Vikings, uh, the Iowa Energy, Iowa State. Coach, it's only a 30 minute show. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, I just want to say thanks to all the Iowans for uh, the support of the Raptors this year. It was great sharing it with you. And now it's time for Sound Off. This show's still on. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome into Sound Off. Always good to have Nick Nurse bringing us into the show. Obviously, this is not Keith Murphy sitting next to me. This is Mark Freund sitting in for Keith. And you're at the Nick Nurse celebration yeah, today, sure and we'll was. talk about that in a little bit. But, man, what a rise it's been for Nurse to get to the top of the ladder. Up there, like we just said, with Kurt Warner yeah. in terms of the all-time great Iowa sports stories from... And he loves his roots. Exactly. From pretty much every school in the state yeah. to an NBA champion in Toronto. It's awesome. We got a lot, lot to talk about tonight. We want to hear from you as well. The hot topic, we mentioned it, Nick Nurse back in Iowa for his own celebration party. Nurse coached the Toronto Raptors, the Raptors, to the NBA title in his first season. Now he's making all the media rounds. Hundreds of fans and supporters came out to celebrate Nick Nurse Day, and the Carroll native could not be more appreciative of his home state. He's got free agency to worry about. NBA free agency is off and running. Over $2 billion worth of deals struck in the opening hours. Durant on the move. Where will Kawhi Leonard end up? Harrison Barnes staying in Sacramento and many more. Give us a call, 515-282-9010. Sound off on any of that, Cubs, Barnstormers, whatever. All right. It's late June, so we have to find something in sports to get us all riled up, something to get social media buzzing. Well, this week, Hawkeye football did just that. Iowa released pictures and video of alternate uniforms they'll wear on October 12th against Penn State. These are, without a doubt, the boldest of all alternate uniforms under Kirk Ferentz. New Kirk or new newer Kirk? Don't call it gold because these unis are yellow, all yellow, head to toe, throwing the black throwback wing design on the shoulders, and these uniforms get a solid A from me. I like them. Then again, I'm a fan of alternate uniforms. What is it about alternate uniforms that gets fans' blood boiling? It's a uniform that'll be worn one time during the season, once. Something different, something fun. But, it, but all it takes is a little scrolling on Twitter to see how many people don't like them. I'll save you some time and energy. Here's the list. Iowa State fans, opposing Big Ten fans, and many old and middle-aged white guys. 
that's the list. The predictable opposition. You know who does like them? Players. And former players. Marvin McNutt posted this. Coach Kirk Ferentz is in rare form. They are the straight dopest for this. I'll be on the sidelines to see these. Yes, sir. Adrian Claiborne. Those all gold, all gold uniforms are fire. Everyone has an opinion on alternate uniforms. Love them, hate them, fire, lit, garbage, banana peels, whatever. Just remember, it's one game. They're not permanent. And those Hawkeye fans against the uniforms? Think back to the last time Iowa wore alternates. At home, against a big name. That turned out okay against Ohio State. Okay, baseball is America's national pastime for a reason. It's charming, it's for all ages, and it's infused with tradition. Tradition like the seventh inning stretch and take me out to the ball game. And this week, baseball's ballad got one of its best renditions yet. That's the Cookie Monster, and he was captivating. This is 52 seconds of the purest, most innocent baseball bliss known to man, a children's icon singing the sport's flagship song at iconic Wrigley Field in front of a Cubs crowd that's seen their fair share of big names sing this tune. But this performance felt different, and it sounded different, thanks to some clever ad-libbing. Oh, it's the best. It's all great. The raspy voice, the flailing movements, and for fans, nostalgia sets in. Now, I'll admit I was never a Sesame Street guy. Up until now, my only emotional connection to the Cookie Monster was the My First Christmas ornament that we put on the Christmas tree at the Freund household every year. That's a thing. But I have a new Cookie Monster memory. The Blue Beast belting it out like the world has just run out of cookie dough. Best known for stealing cookies, he's now stolen hearts across the country, right on down to when he alters the Cubs' post-song token catchphrase. And the Cubs did, not wasting this incredible performance by winning the game. Call the rendition beautiful, Call it moving, call it silly if you want, just don't call it crummy. Well said. On, be honest, how many times have you watched that? Uh, the, watched the, it or laughed to the it? The Cookie Monster. Oh, dozens. Dozens of times. Dozens. It's so funny. I can't get enough of it. I, I, hear you, I heard you laughing like all <laughs> night in the sports office. Yeah. Just at random times, you're pulling it up watching it. He's just so good. I mean, the flailing and the cookie. I can't. I, it's, it's amazing. All right. Let's, what about the Cubs in general? Um, you think this is a team that, you know, all this bringing up Craig Kimbrell and stuff, can they make a run and can they uh, hold on to the central? Well, they needed to bolster that bullpen, and boy, did they do it in a big way. His debut at Wrigley Field was electric. I mean, the seeing him come into the crowd, he got a standing O before he'd even thrown a pitch. 
And yeah, the, the bullpen help was definitely needed. They're putting up runs. I mean, they're scoring yeah. six to eight runs every, every night. It's just whether the pitching can keep up with it. Like as we saw today, they lose eight six. Yeah, it's going to boil down to the pitching for the Cubs as it usually does. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what's going to matter. But I think Kimbrell at times, I think he there's going to be moments where he'll struggle a little bit because I think he's just still getting back right. into pitching in the majors right. but this is an obvious upgrade in the bullpen for the Cubs I well, mean, from what they had what they're what they still have to him being one of the the best closers in the past you know 10 years and from for Kimbrell you saw in that first game what what a difference in atmosphere can make it ticked up a mile per hour on his fastball he was throwing 95 96 here that fastball got up to 97 in one of those uh, first couple pitches at Wrigley if you're calling it right now who wins the central Brewers Cardinals or Cubs oh that's tough the Brewers <laughs> are still really good they're really good yeah, yeah. I really I love Yelich he's the real he's the total package yeah Power, fielding, he's everything. Yeah, you, you think, gotta go with the Brewers at this point. I think the Brewers are the favorites, but I think if the Cubs they can fix their pitching in the in the, in the bullpen that's going, I think they can win it. Absolutely. All right, time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges. Casey says Keith Murphy, you remember him? <laughs> he still works here, I think. Keith looks like Stellan Skarsgard from the TV series Chernobyl. Tiny ref? Uh, not feeling that. I'm not seeing that yeah, either. Yeah, I'm not either. Liam Des Moines says international television superstar Chris Hassel. Looks like country music star Jake Owen. Tiny ref? That's right. He likes that one. Okay, I can see a little bit of that. Yeah. I can see a little. He's in there. Look at that, guys. <laughs> After all these years, it still fits like a... That fits like a... I'll give me a minute and I'll come up with something. It's what's bugging Andy next. Time for another game of knockout. Vote on Twitter at SoundOff13. NBA free agency is in full swing, so we go old school when centers ruled the court. Remember that time? It's been a long time ago. One of these has to go. Who is out? This is a good field. Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq himself, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow, that's tough. That's a loaded field there. My guess is they'll probably get rid of Shaq. Yeah. Uh, he took a he, he, love him or hate him type of guy. I mean, he, but, but honesty, he might have been the most dominant, physically dominant center, but my guess is he might be the one to go. I mean, you look at the accomplishments of the other three. It's hard. <laughs> it's really Russell hard. has like 11 titles. <laughs> yeah. Jabbar, yeah, it's hard. Man. To All right, youth sports have changed a lot in the last 25 to 30 years. More competitive, more money, crazier parents. That's right. Even the equipment, it's what's bugging Andy. This is my baseball glove. We go way back to the seventh grade when I pulled off the miraculous feat of convincing my grandmother to buy it for me. My parents thought my old glove was just fine, though it was too small. My parents were both very educated and worked very hard, and they made enough money to buy us fancy sports equipment, but they didn't. Most parents didn't. So all the kids I knew were left fantasizing over the nice stuff. I still love a trip to the sporting goods store. My kids and I stopped at Dick's last weekend. I love that place. There, we met a kid whose parents were buying him a $200 bat and a bag for the bat. The kid in me envied the kid in the store. The bar has been raised, folks. Let's recognize that and accept it. Our kids have more and nicer stuff than we did. Our parents said the same thing. 
When we give our kids something that we wanted but didn't get, we feel good. It's part of the American dream. But there's a lot of downside to that, and it's been rearing its ugly head this month. There's the fight at the Little League game in Colorado. Those are parents who are taking their seven-year-old's baseball game way too seriously. There's the assault by a 29-year-old man on a 66-year-old umpire at a rec league softball game here in Des Moines. A rec league game. Where do we learn to take this stuff too seriously? Huh. I wonder if it might start in the sporting goods store, where we drop a ton of money on equipment and make our kids seem like something more than they are and begin to make ourselves feel entitled. You can almost hear those parents in Colorado before the fight on the field. They didn't spend $200 on bats and hundreds more on everything else just to have the 13-year-old umpire blow the call. The softball player bought the Nike compression tights for rec league ball. Damn right he takes it seriously. We see these ex as extreme examples, and they are. But they're products of the culture that we are creating. One where sports are less about playing the part and more about looking it. The gear is nice, and hey, I'm a little jealous. But it's not responsible for the fun we are. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Well said, Andy. Up next, more live calls. 515-282-9010. Get your calls in now. Plus, who's in your five? My top five sports movie villains. This guy has to be on the list, right? White Goodman, he's got to be there. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13, talking about the Hawkeye alternate uniforms. Eldon writes, can't say definitely who owns which uniform colors, but the facts do support Hawkeye football owning Matt Campbell, 0-3 versus the Hawks. Shade. Jacob writes, bring these on over for the blackout on September 14th. By the end of the game, they'll be all snot-colored from the real grass we roll with at Jack Trice Stadium. Oh, late June smack talk Ooh. already going down on Twitter because of alternate uniforms. All right, <laughs> who's in your five? John's top five sports movie villains. Number five, Bud Kilmer, Varsity Blues. The stereotype win-at-all-costs coach, hated by everyone, played by John Voigt. You've seen this movie? Uh, one of the few on this list I have not seen, actually. Watch it. You'll like it. Yeah. Number four, White Goodman. Look at this guy. Oh. Just, oh, just, just look at him. Dodgeball, leader of the Globo Gym Purple Cobras. Nobody makes White Goodman bleed his own blood. The movie came out 15 years ago. 15 years ago this movie came out. This was a movie of my childhood. This guy was the real deal when it came to villains. Oh, love Slime this movie. Slimeball. Number three, Shooter. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, played by Christopher McDonald. The arrogant golf buffoon can't stand Happy Gilmore's rise and popularity, obviously played by Adam Sandler. You've seen this one, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Happy Gilmore. Classic jealousy in this uh, that film. Oof. Number two, Johnny Lawrence, Karate Kid. Poster child for every high school bully in the 80s. Movie came out 35 years ago. Jeez. That's older than you, Mark. Yeah. It's almost older than me, but tell me you've seen Karate Kid. Absolutely. It's a, it's a classic, for sure. He got beat by the, uh, what is it, the crane? Yes. Yeah. Pulled out the crane. And number one, Ivan Draco. Rocky IV. The least amount of lines for a main villain in a movie ever. I counted. He says a total of 46 words the entire movie. You counted? 46 words. Wow. I must break you. Plus, he killed Apollo Creed. 
heartbreaking moment. But Rocky gets revenge on Drago in the end. But Ivan Drago, the number one sports movie villain. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Couple calls here. Bill in Des Moines. Bill, you've been waiting on uh, online one here. What did you want to talk about, Bill? Yes, sir. I would. Uh, I called. Uh, I guess I need to call on Murphsko because you don't get in when he's there. But I'm a race fan. Okay. And. Uh, I wanted to give you accolades uh, for you guys bringing up the Iowa Speedway there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, this weekend at Knoxville, uh, there are no wings, real race cars. And, you know, Knoxville's uh, hurting because uh, I've been to five of the seven rainouts. And, uh, yeah, rain's been killing them lately. Well, you know... Uh, Weather hasn't been co cooperating, but uh, uh, my main deal was uh, you guys talked about the Iowa Speedway, and nobody talks about local race. We love the Iowa Speedway. They treat us well. They do a great job at the Iowa Speedway, as they do in Knoxville as well, and we're hoping for some good races as we do every weekend. Yeah, we need to keep the track dry for some good races. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, no wings, real race cars. No wings, real race cars. There you go. All right, thank you for the call. What's one more? Let's take uh, Athena. Athena in Urbandale. You want to chime in on Cookie Monster, Athena? Yes, my, my, okay, I just saw that where you had the Cookie Monster deal on. And I'm just wondering, is Cookie Monster going to be the Cubs' good luck charm? Because they've had the goat on their tails for the last hundred years as the bad luck. So, so what's going on with that? Hmm. Man, so, I Mark, hope. Mark, I'm leaving that for you. Is Cookie Monster the new good luck charm for the Chicago Cubs? I mean, they have they won a title a yeah, few years did, ago, they, so they broke yeah. the curse a little bit. But maybe if they're now looking for another good luck charm, I mean, this is a good one to go to, right? They need a new mascot. If the goat is off the hook, you, you got you got your prime candidate right here. He he gives you the he's a lovable loser, right? He's a criminal. He steals cookies. He could he could be like a lovable loser type type guy and. Yeah, look at those flailing motions. What's, the, what's the name of their googly don't eyes? They, what's the name of their real mascot? Don't they have a the the cubby the cub actual mascot? Besides the cubby bear? Yeah, what, what, but there's a name for him. What's the, what's the name of it? Killing me, I don't know. I'm blanking on his name. Someone will be someone will tweet yeah, us or please or, or, tweet or, or us the answer. I'm blanking on his name. What's the what's the cubs the cubs mascot name? Man, all right, we'll get back to it. Up next, knockout results. Plus, Mark and I face off. Would you pay for Scott Frost's autograph? Plus, get your final calls in 515-282-9010. Knockout results, all-time great NBA centers. One has to go. Shaq is out 42% mm. of the vote. Probably the right call. Bill Russell Right behind him at 34%. Shows you how good these other centers were. Look at those two. 12% for Chamberlain and Kareem. Man, when Shaq's out, you know it's a good list. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Let's keep it rolling. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. The Barnstormers lost in the semifinals to Sioux Falls. Iowa leading the whole way, but then quarterback Daquan Neal got injured, didn't mm. return. It changed the game, yeah. John. Tough break. Yeah, that sucked. Iowa doesn't have a backup quarterback, so wide receiver Ryan Ballantyne had to play quarterback. If Neal doesn't get injured, 
Barnstormers are playing for a title in two weeks. What could have been? Nebraska football was set to charge kids $35, kids, to get a Scott Frost autograph. They call it the JV team. You get some other perks, but an autograph from Frost is what everybody wanted. Public outcry and social media mocking made the Husker Athletic Department mm -hmm. do the right thing and eliminate the $35. Yeah, good for Nebraska for admitting error. I get the premise of the JV club, but the last thing you want is to leave some kids out because of financial reasons. Yeah. Charge adults for an autograph, fine. Kids, no. Right on. Megan Rapino is backing up her talk for Team USA at the World Cup. Rapino scored all four goals in the last two games for the U.S. She's great and not afraid to speak her mind. Right. I have no problem with her not wanting to go to the White House if Team USA wins the cup. Athletes before her have declined the invitation. Athletes after her will decline as well. It has nothing to do with respect for the military or disrespect for the military or the country, but rather the person in the White House. That's right. Kevin Durant is signing with the Brooklyn Nets. Durant will team up with Kyrie Irving when he gets healthy. The East just got tougher, but maybe not for two more years. I thought he would stay in Golden State, and apparently the Knicks wouldn't offer the max contract because of his injury, mm -hmm. so that's why he's in Brooklyn. Durant is expected to miss all of next season, so the Nets won't be a contender until about 2021. And apparently he took less money to get DeAndre Jordan there yep. as well. The International Olympic Committee voted in favor of adding breakdancing to the 2024 Olympics in Paris. This should be right up your alley, John. Oh, it's true, <laughs> and I'm all for it. I wonder what the chances are of a 42-year-old white guy with a questionable back repping Team USA. Not good? Who knows? Come on, man. Hoping for some support. All right, check this out. Over under. This might be the greatest overrated, underrated, and sound off history. Overrated Old Town Road. This song is quickly climbing the charts of most annoying songs ever. Underrated Bone Thugs and Harmony, <laughs> Ghetto Cowboy, released 21 years ago. The original rap cowboy song, and it blows Old Town Road out of the water. You heard this song, Mark? Old Town Road is just the worst. I'm sorry so for all, all the millennials out there. Ugh. It's the worst. All right. Uh, let's see. I think we, we've got to get to more calls here. Just to, Oh, hold up. This does not mean that your show is number one. It means you have one minute remaining. So keep it tight and keep it simple. Simple. I'm out. Yeah, we're trying. Tiny right. for time. All right. Let's go to uh, Susan in Chicago. Susan, uh, what do you want to talk about? Susan, there oh, you go. The just want to let you know the name of the mascot for the Cubs is Clark. Yes, Cubs. that's what I was blanking on. Clark the Cub. Clark yes. the Cub. I knew, I, knew it was, I knew they had a mascot. You, know, you weren't sure. I knew they had a mascot. Well, I could picture him because there was all this controversy yeah. about him not having pants on. Well, we were talking about pants on, so everybody's getting all mad. You just don't see as many mascots around the ballparks. They're so big. Yeah, you don't see. Yeah, but uh, Clark Cub. Yeah, I think he, he only, he's, he's only been the mascot for like, Five or six years, but yeah, there's all this controversy because he doesn't have pants on. Right. So Cookie Monster for next. Cookie Monster for, for the mascot. mascot. All so. right. That'll do it for us. We're back next week and we hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send off. Carol Native Nick Nurse. You're always welcome on our show, buddy. Hi, I'm Nick Nurse of the world champion Toronto Raptors. You were <clears throat> the Iowa Energy. I was I went in early. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Good job, man. I sucked at the beginning of that anyway. Um, see you later. I don't know what the, I don't know what the wrap up is. Now oh, now it's time for sound off. So I gotta end up saying now it's time for sound off. All right. Hi, this is Nick Nurse. 
from the world champion Toronto Raptors. You may remember me from Carroll Kemper Knights, uh, University of Northern Iowa Panthers, uh, Grandview Vikings, uh, the Iowa Energy, Iowa State. Coach, it's only a 30 minute show. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, I just want to say thanks to all the Iowans for uh, the support of the Raptors this year. It was great sharing it with you. And now it's time for Sound Off. This show's still on. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.